angel babies. Welcome to Book Babes Banter, your go-to place to listen to all things bookish. Every episode, we'll talk about what we're currently reading and dive into a bookish theme. I'm Sel. And I'm Soph. And today, we're here with a bonus episode on bookish date ideas. But before we get there, Soph, what are you currently reading? Okay, oh my god, you know, last time we did our fan fiction episode, so, like, I've been trying so hard to get into regular books, it's just (laughs) not happened, I finished, like, one actual book this week, which is, like, oh my god, uh, there's something wrong with her, and I mentioned it on the last episode, The Billionaire Orc by Lilith Stone. But what I'm actually reading is multiple Dramini fix. And the reason it's multiple is each book is 1,700 pages long. <laughs> Wait, like, what the These fanfic writers are out here like one book size of a full Harry Potter series. Literally. Um, <laughs> but I'm reading Timeless. I went halfway through a season for Setting Fires, but then I started reading Timeless because my friend recommended and I'm like, ooh, I need to read this one. And then I'm also reading my friend's fave, Remain Nameless, but I haven't really read that too much. I think I've only read a chapter or two. Okay, of the titles that you mentioned, which one would you recommend the most and what's it about? I would recommend Timeless. It's like about Draco has a time turner and there is present Draco who hates Hermione and there's future Draco who's trying to go back in the past and fix everything because he loves Hermione. And they're both kind of like both Dracos are kind of like oh. in the same time period. And at first Hermione can't understand because she's like, why is one an asshole? And why isn't like, why is the other one so nice? But then Draco, who's an asshole, like starts liking Hermione. So it like starts flowing into the full story. Mm. I usually don't like time turner stories. And I had this loaded before from AO3. I didn't read it because I was skimming and I'm like, oh, time turner. Um, But then my friend started reading and she told me what the plot was. And I was like, ooh, this is so good. It's so different. Mm -hmm. It still has enemies to lovers. But yeah, and I think it only talks about seventh year a little bit, but it's it's interesting. And I feel like we've both been reading it and neither of us has had a bored moment yet. So that sounds good. I have a recommendation for you, actually. So I was listening to the currently reading podcast and they had this episode where they had the hosts of the podcast on and those hosts shared their top five reads of 2023. Mm-hmm. And one of the top five reads was a fan fiction. Okay. Ooh. It's called Draco Malfoy and the Mortifying Ordeal of Being in Love. I've heard this one. Yeah. Okay. It's by Is This Self-Care? And I'll just read the blurb on AO3. Hermione straddles the muggle and magical worlds as a medical researcher and healer about to make a big discovery. Draco is an aura assigned to protect her from forces unknown to both of their displeasure. Features hyper-competent, fiery Hermione and lazy yet dangerous Draco. Slow burn. 
I remember now I didn't read it. It was too much muggle stuff and not enough <laughs> violence. Um, I I have read those Germani, so I probably will load it, but I'll probably mm-hmm. read, it, read it like much later on. I just love the violence. I love violence. Um, yeah. Okay, well, if you... Um, are but it's okay. highly recommended. It's in one of the like top... <laughs> Five to ten AO3 like Dramini book. So I would suggest if that's something you're into, it's yeah. I if would suggest violence it's good. is not a requirement for you. Maybe check this one out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> for me, I am currently reading two books. So the first one is called I Am Ace Advice on Living Your Best Asexual Life by Cody Daigle Orient. And the target audience of this book would be folks on the asexual spectrum or folks who may be questioning whether they are on the asexual spectrum. And it's basically giving guidance and advice on navigating asexuality in our world. So it answers questions like, what is asexuality? What is attraction? How do I navigate microaggressions? What does it mean in navigating different types of relationships with this type Mm -hmm. of sexuality? Stuff like that. I think that there's a lot to learn no matter what your sexuality is. I'm reading it to be a better ally and learn about asexuality from an asexual person. The author makes a point that asexual people are significantly underrepresented in society. I I was going to say mainstream media, but I think Mm -hmm. even in different niches that you can find in media, you probably don't see a lot of asexual voices. So this is my way of listening. And, you know, it started with me reading it to be a better ally, but I think the book has also prompted me to think about my own sexuality and given me tools to understand its nuances more deeply. I think that some of the frameworks, questions, prompts, language that the author provides an understanding asexuality can be applied very broadly uh, to think about your sexuality. So I'd highly recommend it no matter who you are. And it's very easy to read, digestible as well. So a really good starting point. Love that. Is it a biography or is it more like they're just speaking about their life and giving advice through that? No, it's not a biography. It's more of a guide, but the author does relate to their own experience with asexuality to uh, give examples and to kind of move the work along. The other book I'm reading is What You Are Looking For is in the Library by- I love that name. (laughs) I agree. By Michiko Aoyama, and it's translated by Alison Watts. So each chapter follows a different character, and they're all in different careers and stages of their career. But what they have in common is that they all feel lost in some form. They all end up visiting this library that has a very mystifying librarian who is able to peer into your soul and 
come up with a list of the exact books that you may not want, but the books that you need. For me, I picture the old woman boss and spirited away Mm -hmm. as the librarian. (laughs) But anyways, the books and the actions that the characters take after reading these books all lead to very hopeful, purposeful conclusions. I think it's a very whimsical book. It's been compared to The Midnight Library and Before the Coffee Gets Cold, and I think those are accurate comparisons. I think if you like Mitch Album or books about the magic of life, you'd probably like this as well. So that is What You Are Looking For is in the Library by Michiko Aoyama. In honor of Valentine's Day, we wanted to make this little bonus episode to talk to you guys about some cute bookish date ideas. The list is to do with your besties, yourself, or a significant partner. Sel, why don't you kick us off with the first idea? Okay, so my first idea is doing a reading retreat. So this is a highly customizable type of date, but the whole point is to pick a day that's dedicated just to reading in a very atmospheric setting. And the way I've done it is the person I'm doing it with and I would pick a neighborhood in the city and then visit a couple of cafes in the area to read in. So maybe we'd go to Chinatown and we would read in Cafe A in the morning. Mm -hmm. For lunch, we'd have dumplings and then go to Cafe B and C in the evening, all within that neighborhood. Uh, We would read our own books, but you know, you could do whatever you want. It'd be cute to read the same book too. I love planning the books that I'm going to read at each place. That's a really fun part of it. And it's a really nice way to dedicate time to reading and sharing it with someone you love. Another way I've seen reading retreats done is you book a, you know, you travel somewhere Mm -hmm. to do the reading retreat. So maybe it's an Airbnb an hour away and it's really cozy and it's just the perfect setup for you to get some reading done. The idea for a reading retreat for me stemmed from a vacation that I took where the person I was with and I would read all day, just all around the cruise ship we were on. So we would read at the spa, on the lounge chairs, in the hotel bed. And before we even left the vacation, we were feeling really nostalgic for that time. So we thought of a way we could replicate it in our lives at home. So if you feel like you want to read more or you need more time for it, or even if you don't, maybe you read all the time, maybe a reading retreat would be a good idea. So for me, I don't necessarily love dating people who we have the same reading interest like I love Mm -hmm. reading and I don't want my male partners like influence there like do not commentate on that (laughs) but my bookish date ideas like plot together because this is something me and my friends do a lot and I would be like somewhat okay with doing this with a partner but only about their books or non like my faves Um, So basically what it means, you and your partner or your bestie or like, I don't even know, go on Omegle, um, you (laughs) 
you guys both have this conversation (laughs) together of I would have changed this and then the other person builds up on that. Yeah, so it's just really like taking a book that has a plot and either expanding on the ending, talking about things you change, but it's really like adding more to that story or recreating the plot with your ideas. And if you do it with uh, someone else, the great thing I find is like, generally you guys are building up on each other's Mm -hmm. ideas and you're experiencing this book together. Because for me, I don't like to read in the same room as another person like reading is my rock girl moment like I am in line reading on my phone like like just don't like no um but yeah like I just can't focus drag you to do this episode you're like so I don't really like dating I don't really like reading with another person especially a man but you could possibly do this (laughs) Yeah, like we could read separately and <laughs> I guess discuss it. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you're like me where you're kind of very like exclusive about and most likely if you are a woman dating a man. Then I'm sorry. Um, and you are the woman. No, literally. <laughs> if you are the woman and you want to have this type of discussion or this type of date, I have a few recommendations of what you can provide to them that you probably will like as a book, but you won't be so committed to that you'll be like, ew, don't talk, do not commentate on this. Um, But on the other hand, if you're doing, if you're a woman doing it with a woman, you guys will definitely enjoy it. (laughs) These reads together to expand the story building. But again, like if you get negative commentary on this, it probably won't be a big deal on these recommendations. And I really enjoyed these readings. So the first two are sort of mysteries. This first one to me is kind of like a mystery comedy, but it's called Blood Sugar by Sasha Rothschild. And it's about this girl who's convicted of murder. But the thing is, she did not commit the murder. And she's like, funny in a like dry humor way and the people around her are funny and the setting is funny it's not like a dark book at all it's just this mystery of like who is framing her and like how did she like she's literally blown away because she's like I don't even know this person (laughs) um but yeah so I would recommend that I think the mystery is kind of like funny enough where there's like so many opinions the likelihood of getting like an annoying opinion from a male is I'm not saying it's very low. I'm just it's saying it's something possible. you can Yeah, like it's possible, <laughs> but if it's annoying, it's something you can be like, yeah, I guess. Like, I guess that's valid, possibly. Um, the other one I would recommend is The New Neighbor, and it's similar to if Desperate Housewives was not about housewives. And it's about this woman who like comes into a new neighborhood and people are kind of sus about her because it's kind of one of those neighborhoods in the suburbs where everyone knows each other and they don't really want to let other people in. It involves like undercover spy behavior, 
I wouldn't say the mystery is, oh my God, at the end, but it's kind of like twists and turns. Um, So I really like that. So again, I think there's a lot to discuss and expand on and create plot holes and be like, oh, well, you know, this would have been better. It's a neutral enough book where I'm like, okay, I could talk to a man about this. Now, these two, I think you should give to your man to read because one, they're either going to be like, oh my God, I love this genre. (laughs) That is a good man. Or two, they will hate it. And now you know to break up with them. But um, but the first one is Made It to the Monster by Sarah Spade. And why I put in a monster book is because men like sci-fi. So (laughs) I feel like they could enjoy this and i really enjoy the sombra demons like series it's a full series so if you guys like it you can continue to read it um but it's about this magical book and whoever finds it opens it like so usually a woman finds it they open it and somehow they're influenced to do this love spell whether Mm. it's because they choose to do it or not choose to do it the girl in the first book is just kind of like haha this isn't gonna work so she does it and then she wakes up and there's a demon in her bedroom (laughs) and uh, where can i find this book I got it on Kindle Unlimited. No, I meant but... the book that these women are finding. Oh, no, literally. But <laughs> the book Unlimited. finds you. Oh, Unfortunately, no. the book finds you and it will not leave you. And then um, what happens is, so like, you know, they meet each other. This demon shows up. There's like these rules of the demon having to like, you know, make her fall in love. He can't be around people, has to take her back. But it's kind of fun. Each of the demons, like, kind of have to go through different trials to find their woman. But basically, the book holds these demons, like, captive in a way. Um, But anyways, I think you should read it with your partner because it's good. It's funny. It's cute. And, like, again, men like sci-fi. And I think this is classified as sci-fi or fantasy in Kindle Unlimited. Mind you, I think this has also popped up in the religious section for me. So (laughs) again, yeah. And then my last recommendation, and I won't go too deep into it because if you watch Sons of Anarchy, you probably know it. But again, this is why I'd say you could read it with a man because it's somewhat like a Sons of Anarchy situation. It's about a motorcycle gang. It's about a guy who ends up in the ER. He his doctor he's very into and then um now he's like trying to court her he's super sweet he's a total golden retriever we love to see it i have a love-hate relationship with mc books but i did really like this book especially when i was watching sons of anarchy but i think you guys will enjoy it because like men like watching sons of anarchy and women love a man who would kill for them and also treat them like the best thing ever. Andrew Mann <laughs> could learn a thing or two from the main character about how to treat a woman. If an MC biker can do it, he can too. So that is my bookish date idea plot together. Either read the same book together and as you're reading it or at the end of the book, when you're both finished, talk about things that you'd expand to the plot, things that you don't like and how you change them talk about it together. It's a great engaging conversation. And if you're a woman getting 
a book from a man, um, go hard, go wild. If you're a man getting a book from a woman, you need to stay quiet. (laughs) Yeah, don't ruin the book for her. Yeah. So next idea I have, kind of, I think a parallel with the one that Soph just shared is buddy reading. So you can read the same book, kind of like a partner book club. I've done this where we would do a quarterly book club. So it's not too much pressure to finish a book. And we take turns hosting the book club. So the other person would have to think of questions to prompt conversation, but no pressure to follow them line by line. It's just that, you know, one person uh, has the responsibility to facilitate the conversation, but the conversation will flow as it naturally does. And Mm -hmm. the host also would prepare a meal inspired by the book. This was a really fun bonding experience and it helped to immerse yourself deeper into the book by having conversation about it and then also the meal part made you think a little bit deeper for example I've read uh this book called when we lost our heads by Heather O'Neill and this was set in yeah right so good uh it was set in Montreal so the meal we had was steak to be French. And one of the main characters loved sweets and her family owned a sugar factory. So we also had a homemade cake to enjoy as well. I I think that if you're doing this buddy reading type of date, one of the aspects that you could add to it is plotting together, like Soph said. No, I love that. And I love food. So so when we write our like outlines, I don't really look at the details of what we write down. Yeah. I just like, you know, I skim it as I'm typing, but I saw something about food and I'm like, oh my God, is she going to talk about Julie and Julia? Like Julia Child's book. I'm like, I would. Oh, that'd be like, good. Yeah. Yeah. If you like read... a cookbook yeah. and then you like do, it uh, together. do the meals yeah. together or like bring your kind of favorite meals. That's so um, good. Yeah. Or as a woman, you could read the Julia Child's cookbook, circle the ones you like, give it to your man and make sure he makes it. <laughs> um, okay, so to get to my next one. So this one's called Book Scenes, Your Version. And by <laughs> your version, I am talking about her you, version. The, exactly, her <laughs> version. Um you the female listener because I know men listen to this obviously um but you the female listener it's your version and it's your favorite scenes in a book and it's just recreating them like I just mentioned like Julia Childs like I would love a book where someone creates a meal for me uh some type of date that they like but for me the main thing that came out of this is there are several scenes I like in books or things that the guy says to her and I want to recreate them and really the main ones I want to recreate are smutty scenes like yeah, hardcore just like yeah. yeah like first of all that is the main one but the other one I do and I try to do it in a way that's not obvious because I don't want them to know that I want this but <laughs> I say things so I know that they'll respond in the way uh, that person my book boyfriend did so I mean you could like straight out say that um but really what you want to like the book scene your version is just taking scenes and recreating them and another thing that came from is in friends ross is obsessed with star wars and wants rachel to recreate a scene from the episode which proves that men also have an idea like this 
And honestly, I don't blame them because uh, Natalie Portman is so hot. So they were right with that one. But yeah, I do suggest it. And again, it does not have to be smutty. It could be something like super sweet. It could be even any of these bookish date ideas, but it's just like recreating it. And your partner technically doesn't have to read the book, but I think you guys should talk about how it happened. And I think your partner should read the book so they could get the vibe and put it together. But yeah, that's what I'd recommend. Um, And I think a lot of stories, they can be fictional, but we'll be like, oh my God, I would love to do that. And then we don't, we'll just go do it. (laughs) I love it. Now you can, you have a reason. I told you. Agree, agree. Okay. Last bookish date idea we have is a craft night, but bookish themed. I love this one. I love it too. I think I'm going to do this for Valentine's Day. But some bookish crafts you could do are like bookmarks. Maybe you do like book journaling or scrapbooking. You could do a bookish themed tote bag. You could literally do any craft and then just make the theme a book. I think that would be really cute. So we hope you got some inspo from our list and get to spend some bookish time with someone you love. Book Babes Banter will be releasing an episode every other Saturday, so be sure to come back and listen to more bookish rambles. And follow us on Instagram at bookbabesbanter. And if you like the episode, be sure to give us five stars on your podcast listening app. Happy Valentine's Day, babes. Happy reading. Happy reading. Happy reading.